Yo, what's up? This is the Morning Sneakers Podcast, episode 21. I'm your host, T.O. Sneakerheads, and we have a co-host. I sell sneakers, not dreams, and I'm also holding it down for my girl, the Mid-City Kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is how it's going down in this episode. Um, how was your weekend? My weekend was great. Um, what did I do this weekend? I worked, mm-hmm. and then I um, turned up a little bit. Turned up a lot, which which is, which is funny because I missed the whole turn up space that that, that you had posted or that you had put up. I, I didn't guess. even really post that much that night. Like See, that's probably how good the turn up was. Well, that's that that's good to say. I but, reposted a picture that a uh, DJ Bounce had uh posted okay. when I went to Onyx. Okay. See. See the see uh AZ in the group chat, he made it seem like you had like so I went back. I'm like, hold on, what what turn up I missed? That's because you know y'all don't sleep, but AZ had hit me up while I was still up. Mm-hmm. So he was like, Oh, you just turning up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was turning up. No, that's was, what's up. I was hurting the next day. But I went to a um a silent party down at Hero. Okay. The homie A to the K. It was his birthday party, so him and three AM STL. At a silent party. Okay, that's dope. What was what was that vibe like? That it's a um, it's very different. Okay, but it's it's tight. You got three uh DJs, DJ Kimmy New, DJ um Real Dirty, and I forget the third one, but they're on three different stations, and you get to turn your headphones according to what station you want to listen to. Okay. So that's got to be an interesting vibe of like just watching different people dancing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because everybody dance could possibly be dancing to like you, you a different channel. You grooving over yeah, here, yeah. and then you look at somebody that's not on your groove. So you like, what are you listening to? Yeah. Get the clip. So then people that can't dance, it probably be like funny as hell. They got to They got to stand out. You know what's funny as hell is when you take your earphones off. Yeah, and you just see everybody. So you catch everybody. Right. Yeah. You catch the singers who think they can sing, but they can't really sing. Right. You catch everybody. Oh, so they be that comfortable. They be in that mode. They be in that zone. Yeah, because you lit at the same time. Right. No, no. <laughs> but, no that's because I always wonder how that, I ain't never been to one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so I always wondered how that worked and how you was able to enjoy yourself and engage. But I get it now. And yeah. like you said, uh, you said the color is on the outside of the headphones. Yeah. So if somebody vibes to what you vibes, you can point them out like, right. like okay, I like, see. You, you know, Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, it make a lot of sense, especially like the way that is like the formula for it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I never understood like the formula. I didn't know it was different color range. So that means it's that mean they got special headphones that they use for these events. Yeah, they do. Okay, okay, that's that's interesting. So so uh, is the is the DJs visible? Can you see the DJs or um? Well, not at that club. You can't see them. Okay, because I guess the DJ booth is somewhere else. Okay. But like some of them, you can. Okay. Just depends on the venue. Oh, that's what's up. So you got out chairs. You got out here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On your on your adult shit. Had me some fun and went to a strip club and got me some chicken. Okay, okay, okay. Booties all around, chicken all around, good you music all around. It was just a good old time. Hey, that's hey, that's what's up. That's that's <laughs> that sounds like a good weekend. Yeah. Take right. me back. Take me back to listen to uh Ludacris Chicken and Bread. <laughs> <laughs> that's my album. Yeah, that, that that was that album. shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, let's let's get into my boring weekend. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was just work uh filled with you know preparing for these events and stuff. So, but it was it was some fun in there as well. Uh, went to the Show Me League. Okay. Uh. Shout out to Chris. He he's the uh, founder of the league. 
Um, he actually let me pass out flyers there, so I got acquainted with some of the players, okay. gave them some flyers, some information about the three-on-three, a lot of them excited, you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking forward to getting them the registration forms and everything like that. Okay. So I did that, passed out some flyers, you know, been uh, doing some screen printing jobs and different stuff like that. Just been grinding. So, so yeah, just been, you know, extremely busy, moving around, but, you know, all the hard work pay off. I'm going to have my turn up. You had yours. <laughs> mine going to be, you know what I'm saying, right behind yours. So I it's, can't wait. So it's, it's, it's all good. And then we're going to have to get the turn up together. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, with that that being said, that concludes my weekend. Oh, okay. That, well, that, that was fast. That, that literally, all that, you know what I'm saying, that transpired. Outside of watching, you know what I'm saying, the playoffs. You know what I'm oh. saying? The playoffs been very interesting. I can't watch the playoffs. Why not? Because I only look at feet. You can still watch the playoffs while looking at feet. That sounds weird saying with, with stop while looking at feet. Well, yeah, whatever. like I always have to see what they have on. And that's I, the I only pay, thing I pay I'm attention. I in. pay attention to that as well, but it don't take me away from the whole process of what the game got going yeah, on. I, I can't focus unless I'm because actually once I, at a game. Because this is what you got to understand. Like, they playing for 48 minutes. I ain't looking at nobody's feet doing the basketball game 48 minutes. Well, the rest of the time I'm eating and drinking. So you're just not watching the game, period. I mean, kind of, no. <laughs> so this conversation is like... <laughs> like, I, I could, somebody won. No, uh, no, nah, nah, I get it, I get it. I nah, go for the social aspect of it. No, nah, the social aspect would be, be real dope when yeah. it comes... Because, like, cause you can go to, like, Hooters or whatever your neighborhood spot mm-hmm. is or wherever you go. I went to happy hour. Okay. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times you can... You can never meet a person again and have conversations about the game, about whatever, and, it, yeah. and it'd be a cool interaction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but that being said, you know, John Singleton passed. Yeah. A legend. A le- I'm a film legend. Culture legend. Like, he, you know what I'm saying? He put Ice Cube, Cuba Gunn Jr., and, and Boys in the Hood. At the age of, what, 24? 24. 24. Higher learning. Higher learning. Uh, Hustle and Flow is a part of Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Uh, Baby Boy. Baby Boy, Jody. You know, you Not know, we Jody. got quotables, got quotables <laughs> for days from from for Baby days, Boy for days. You know what I'm saying? So like, he was he was a part of our like growing up. Yeah. Cause like we was just talking before the podcast, and I was like, man, I'm like, I think High Learning came out like '91, '92. Yeah. And uh. I was sitting watching High Learning. That's when you had to close your eyes. You know when what I'm that saying? scene came up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Turn your head. Close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you better not repeat anything in this movie. Right. <laughs> but that that used to be crazy. Like we we used to could like damn near watch anything. Like if it it could be violence in it, it could be you know it could be borderline like some shit going on. Yeah. But when the shit got real, turn your head. Right. Cause you know back then you was using VCRs and shit like you didn't want to miss shit so it's like nigga, you got to go another room for like two seconds to to this scene is over. Turn your head now. Turn but look, all the way. But right. look, but look when there's that one scene that they caught y'all guard they ain't know what's coming yet. <laughs> <laughs> and you just you you got your look they like oh we just well you, now you, you know now you got you got that one in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now them them used them, them was interesting days because it's, it's so interesting because like kids would never know what what that was like. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, because when we was growing up, it really wasn't like the PG-13s, like either rated R or, 
you know what I'm saying, like G or PG or something. Right. Because I think it didn't really change until like we got older. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then it went to like well, rated R became rated R now is probably N C seventeen when we were coming yeah. up. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's interesting how they... Because how they used to break down movies that was rated R, it might not be no sexual content in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just might be a lot of a lot of violence or rude language. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, back then, it, they had rated a uh, movie rated R just because of language. Yeah, they did. You know what I'm saying? So... Right now, it's balls out. <laughs> rated PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> like, hold on. Yeah. Me and Taylor went to a movie one time, like the Puppet City Murders or something like that. And like the puppets was like getting it in and they went to a porn store and I looked at her what? like, yeah, I'm looking at her like, yeah, what crazy. is this? Like, I remember, I remember <laughs> that, I think it was a movie like about hot dogs or some shit. It was like the Winnie movie or some shit. I yeah, never seen it. It's like it. a food movie or yeah, something Yeah, but like it was that. supposed to be like outrageous. Yeah. I never seen it. I, I was like, one day I'm going to check it out. I think I've seen I, it. I caught it, like, on cable or something like that. No, no, I ain't even... definitely I ain't, wasn't a kid. <laughs> yeah, I ain't, I ain't never catch it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it was a lot of false reports going on about John Singleton and him passing, whether he was still in the coma, whether he wasn't. He died for, like, the, I think, like, three days they were saying, okay, he died. Oh, no, he didn't die. Yeah, oh, the family he's just kept on life support. To, yeah, yeah, the family kept having to confirm that he was... They were still alive because it was confusing me because like I'm they like were, yo they were fighting yeah yeah over who had say so over his health but I, they said he had a stroke mm-hmm. but then they were saying that he went out of the country and by the time he came back in the country he was sick and then he had a stroke but I heard too that he had like high blood pressure or something like that okay but I. I'm not saying that he didn't manage it well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this information was true. You right. know what I'm saying? It could be many different reasons that you have a stroke. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he was 51, and he always looked healthy right. as well. You That's know what I mean? That's still fairly young. Yeah. Mm. I remember. I remember growing up, boy. We used to thought we used to thought 40, 50 was old as shit. Man, it was. Cause they acted old. Yeah. Well, up until probably my parents. I'm almost still getting in the car and gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know, it it was like, it was just like, damn, like. And then when you went back, like I went back to just skim through like the catalog of just movies that he did, just to see if I missed any. Like you know how you watch a movie, but yeah. you just didn't know this person was involved, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I went to skim through and uh-huh. and check out. And I was like, damn, man, like he literally was hitting so many points in my life growing up you know what i'm saying literally was in the game for at least 25 years yeah you know what i'm saying and like really giving you great content yeah you know what i'm saying in different variations of movies different styles of movies. it wasn't like he gave you uh just one he was just a hood movie. Yeah, yeah like give you boys in the hood 50 different ways right you know what i'm saying boys in the hood to baby boy which was a total flip to what was going on you know what i'm saying in boys in the hood it had some aspects but it gave you a glimpse of like that relationship. Yeah. A young relationship, having a child. Right. Dude trying to figure his way out of the streets. And you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the mother, the mother of the child trying to 
stand on their own to go to school, do this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. While still being in love with a knucklehead. Right. You know what I'm saying? So But was, I, I always liked the fact that he had like a um uh like an underlying message. Yeah. Like Boys in the Hood was supposed to be something um showing how young boys in the hood based on you have a a father that's doing good, that's working yeah. a nine to five, that's raising a son. Yeah. The the quote unquote right way. Then you have a single mother mm-hmm. with two separate sons. She loved one son a little more than the other. So the one that she has and that she loves is kind of going through the right way. Mm-hmm. And the other one is becoming a so called gangster. Well, I like what I really enjoyed about the movie, what I took from it, it showed how boys in the hood <laughs> grow from <laughs> grow from boys to men. Right. Regardless if you in the streets, if you surrounding people that are in the streets, it shows how it affects you no matter which uh part what of the way? line that you cross over. Right. You, you know affected. what I'm saying? And that was something that I was like that I felt. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? With me being that young. Right. You know what I'm saying? I felt and I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? This is this, this is, is a real. part of how I'm growing and up. And then, you know, it was unique to see uh, like I said, for, especially for me, you know what I'm saying? A father, you know what I mean? Take his son. Yeah. You know what I mean? And have to show him, have to show him the way and teach him the way. You know what I mean? And when they went out to the corner, uh, when, uh, when they went outside of his, his job, he was like, he was explaining what gentrification was and yeah. how he talked. He was like, I ain't never knew you did this. He's like, yeah, this is what I do. I do this and I do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And how he was a pillar in his community in his own way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it was interesting to show Doughboy mm-hmm. who had to be like the rough one. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he literally kind of protected Ricky. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? He protects. So he, he kind of, and they had different fathers too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they, they exposed that aspect of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was so many layers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That they provided, you know, uh, especially when, uh, I don't know why I can't, well, Kubrick and John can't think of what his name was in, as a character. But when Kubrick and Jr. got so older, so much older, and the relationship with his mother was a little bit different. Like, he still loved her, but yeah. because his foundation had changed, of people who was rendered, hung around, schooling, you know what I'm saying? And kind of becoming his own man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It kind of showed that aspect, too. Right. It kind of showed that, not saying that a woman can't do a, a great job raising a son or raising a man. But, it's, but it shows that different. with that influence. Yeah. It, especially it, if the father is really trying to teach you, nurture you, and, and help you grow into that man right. that you're trying to grow, that you need to grow into. Is how important uh, uh, if you don't have a father around, a father figure is in yeah. a kid's life. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then, then what was dope too? How he was talking about, you know what I mean? How he never had sex because he was scared to get a girl pregnant. Uh huh. That was that was an interesting, like vibe. You know what I'm saying? It is because it makes sense. It makes so much sense. But then sometimes your your parents can traumatize you enough. You'd be like, oh, no, I'm not kissing. <laughs> well, you know, Ricky had a Ricky had a kid. Yeah. And Ricky was a star football player. He wanted to go to college, but he was still trying to figure it out. Right. And for some people, when something hits the close to all, close to all, and at that time, like, it was, I ain't going to say very obscure, but it was obscure. Right. You know what I'm saying? To walk, You know, now, and maybe 10 years ago, it was a lot more normal. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then, 
it wasn't as as normal. Cause I don't think I even paid attention that his um baby mama lived with them. Lived with them. I don't know if I thought that was his sister, but then again, I was real young when yeah. it first came out. So. And see, and that was something that, as I got older to understand, uh-huh. I was like, that was that was kind of dope. Right. You know what I'm saying? That she kept all them, and so you know what I mean. Everybody can be, not say washed over, but because they still kids at the end of the day, but right. protected, make sure that. You know, she could help help her out and different stuff like that, but we never knew what the mother's side of the, the family what, what yeah. she was what she was going through. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like showed the the crackhead kid running out was in the street and Cooper Jr. scooped up. Right. Yeah. Like, yo, keep your baby out the street. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like but this is stuff that was norm. Yeah. For a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like but this is how we looked out for each other in our neighborhood back then. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays everybody wanna mind their own business. Nowadays everybody like, oh, I ain't getting into that. Cause I remember I couldn't go five houses past <laughs> the house in the city. Right. If I did anybody could um no, Tay, go back up there if I call your mama. Right. Who are you? Right. <laughs> No, that's 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 real. You know what I'm saying, and and it was so interesting for me in my neighborhood because like everybody knew who I was. Right. So like, no matter which way I was walking or whatever, like, nah, he, he cool. He he's just doing this thing. Right. This way he he peruses around around the if hood. If he go and, too far, we'll you know get what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So so you know what I mean. Uh, rest in peace to John Singleton. Yes. You know what I'm saying. We lose some great people. You know what I mean? Too soon. Yeah, too soon. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, he lived a great life. Mm-hmm. From what from what I can see, you know, he did some great work. He left a great legacy. You know, I don't know and if he had any children. Probably inspired some uh, some great film directors. Oh, oh most definitely. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, I think he had four children. Okay. He married. Um, I think he ended up marrying. Somebody who had some type of royal ties in Uganda or something, I thought I heard. No, I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, well, you know. But I, but I ain't going to stunt John Singleton brung a little bit of actor out in all of us. When we was re- when we redoing these Jody scenes, when we was redoing <laughs> these Boys in the Hood scenes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah, he definitely had an impact on, you know what I'm saying, a lot of our lives. You know what I mean? He did. He did. You know what I mean? And And speaking on, you know entrepreneurial because he was definitely an entrepreneur very much so uh i had seen this post on somebody's insta story uh where just hilarious it was like a two-sided video mm-hmm. you know what i mean so basically it was given two perspectives and um just hilarious was basically speaking on how she had a friend that was a successful business owner mm-hmm. and she basically asked her specifically <laughs> how she got to where she was going right and she wanted to know specifically, you know what I'm saying? Basically from what I got from the video, she wanted step by step. Okay. You know, and you know, she, she, she jazzed it up to make it funny. Yeah. Cause she was like, so who did you call? And she was like, well, I called Jesus. I called God. Okay. <laughs> can I get their numbers? You know what I'm saying? So the guy that was on the other side of the video, his name is Derek Jackson. There you go. Mm-hmm. He, um, he does a lot of different little videos and different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he was just saying like, some people could be resentful, and I ain't, I don't say resentful, but some people could be reluctant. Right. Can be reluctant to giving out information because depending on how hard they had to work for information, they just don't want to 
give information out, you know what I mean, just for free or just give it away. Just give it away. You know what I'm saying? Um so what so what so what do you do uh, before I ask you? <laughs> I want to just so he was basically saying like if you got a surgeon who okay. then did understudy and went to school for so many years and spent so much money, okay. would you go to him and ask him how to do a surgery and expect him to give you the layout step by step and expect to be able to go do a surgery? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so tell me what tell me what you think. I know you said you felt like he was in his feelings. I felt but... like he was in his feelings. Um, he was a little emotional. Maybe like recently somebody had asked him and um, it just didn't go right or something. Well, from... So you can, I, I see the aspect of him saying, because he also said, you know, like invite them to dinner, dinner yeah. and see if, you know, you can bounce ideas off of them. But um, I guess it's a difference. And was the person asking how to do the surgery or was the person asking, what did you do? Did you enroll in school first? Did you have to take these classes first? Like, well, I think trying to find the details, I think it's more of approach. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think people who are successful Mm -hmm. in business, or successful in any field, mm-hmm. when you come to approach them with a question, or especially if you're trying to go into the field that they're going into, right? Right. I think they want to see some initiative. You know what I'm saying? I think that makes I agree. it. I think that makes it a little bit easier for somebody to support and engage mm-hmm. because they can kind of see a little bit of themselves in that person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you so if you come to them and be like, "These are the steps I've took this for." Okay. I'm kind of hitting the roadblock. And I'm kind of confused. Mm-hmm. Can you help me? Are out? you willing to help me? You know what I mean. Get to get to this point, or guide me, or can I come follow you, shadow you, or would you mind mentoring me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and, and different it, things like that. What do you do if um, a person honestly doesn't know, like they don't like if know, you, it, like? I feel like if a person doesn't know, I I feel like, no disrespect, Mm -hmm. but to an extent, it's certain things that you got a whole phone, you got a whole computer, you got, you got the world in the palm of your hands, honestly. But we live in the instant gratification nation. Right. But, but check this out. That I, and I, I'm I'm not trying to be rude, but I can't, I can't use that as an excuse because you know, I'm, I'm self-taught. Right. So, so a lot of things came like before, you know what I mean? Doing a podcast, I didn't know shit about it. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Literally, I went on, you know what I mean? Figured it out. Right. You know what I mean? With the screen print, mm-hmm. nobody taught me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. doing these events and doing every, you know what I mean? Like, it's trial and error for me. You know what I'm saying? I learn from mistakes. You know, I research a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? I take the time to put in. Not saying that everybody can do the same, put in the same work and at the same time, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, if you come with, like, a blank slate. Mm-hmm. And come to somebody that's successful and say, I want to do this, this, and this. Right. How did you do it? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I could see somebody being reluctant because they like, are you serious? Or, <laughs> or, or is this just one of your many ideas that you have that you don't follow through on? But okay. if you see now, somebody. I get that. If, if yeah. you help somebody out and they don't follow through on anything, I would be very yeah. upset. Because you got to understand somebody that's successful or, or at a certain tier, they, they're, they're already 
Time is money. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, a lot of people like to see something within themselves. Right. Just like with me and you, right? Mm -hmm. It's stuff that I could teach you. It's stuff that you could teach me. Yeah. It's stuff I can help you out on. It's stuff you can help me out on. So, it's a give and take. But when you come into a situation where you got somebody who's already on a certain turn, Mm -hmm. unless you got a following or something that that they can use, what do you have to offer? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so if you don't have anything to offer in that manner, that's just like if somebody owned a bar, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And you was researching, doing everything to open your own bar, but this was your favorite bar and you you, uh, respected them. Right. So you was like, yo, I want to open my own bar one day, but how would you feel if I worked here part time or I shadowed under you or whatever the case might be. Became a bar back or something. Yeah, I want to work my way up. I don't want no special. You know what I'm saying? I want to learn the ins and outs. Outs. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that gives you a different type of respect. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, they're really trying to work for something. They're really trying to build on to something here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Versus like, okay, here's my pen, here's my paper. Now. Okay, what did you do? Okay, and that day two? You right. woke up, you, 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 okay, uh-huh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, when you're going through this process of being an entrepreneur, trying to create a business or whatever it is, it's some days that move fast and it's some days that drag extra slow. Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You woke, you, you wake up, you wake up scratching your head, looking left, looking right, wondering, should you go forward? Should you stop? You know what I'm saying? Right. So when when people when people asking all these questions, you can't. It's like some things you gotta feel, right? You know what I'm saying? When when the aspects of creating a business, yeah, I understand. Like there's general, but the general question that you can ask is the general question you can find on Google. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I understand there there could be different avenues that you might need hands-on mm-hmm. experience or hands-on understanding of because everybody learned differently. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that approach would be a lot better. That's the approach, honestly, I would take. I guess. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You say you guess, so just come on, come on, come on, come I on guess. with it. Well, you know, I see that, but it's just some people that just don't want you to do what they do. Yeah, but but see, that's and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Some people, some people do. You got to knock down, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. You got to show them how serious you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you can sometimes knock the stubborn bull down. You just got to know how to do it. Right. And you got to be determined. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to be that that tick on somebody's ass that that just won't go, that just won't go away. And be like, okay, well, you won't tell me. All right. You know what you're I'm saying? going to tell me. Yeah. I'm gonna show you that I deserve to Get be this in this space or right. like whatever. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, we're in the instant gratification era. Very. So, with that being said, a lot of people ain't going to want to help nobody because they like, oh, they just think they it's going to be a quick it. route it's a trend. to get to where I'm at. Right. Or, or you got, then you have some people who might just have the funds and they just think it might be a quick money or a quick bag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they had the funds to do so and they just want to pick your brain to, to elevate themselves. Right. Oh. And create a new height for themselves. So so it's it's like you kind of got to be picky and choosy on who you really help. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be like for me, it's a vibe. If I get a if I get a dope vibe from you and and I see what direction you're trying to go in, and I see what direction I'm trying to go in and I see it somewhere where I can help you. It just then that's, makes then sense. That's just right. what I'm that's just what I'm going to do. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if I like it was a if Vishan was a young guy, he do he been learning graphic design. Okay. And I told him, yo, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? We can screen print some of your work. Yeah. And I ain't gonna I ain't gonna charge you. What we'll do is just cover ink, cover. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we'll work out supplies. And you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's. If you want to do it, let's do it. Yeah. Let's. You know what I'm saying? Let's figure it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so you know what I mean? That's that's the type of situation because I see him. He he made collages for people's 2K and for people's PlayStation and you know oh, what I'm saying. So you dope. so you grind he grind in his own yeah, way yeah, and that's yeah. and that's what you like to see he because just need a little push. Yeah, okay. you need need a little push. Need to need to see some creativeness in a different realm. You know what I'm saying. Sometimes being around somebody different can open your horizons to things that you're already doing. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying, and give you a new platform and a new way to do things. I heard that. You know what I'm saying. And that's why networking is important. Very much important. You know what I'm saying? Because when you networking, a lot of times, sometimes these these questions that you already have, may the answers may fall in your lap just through networking. Just through conversation. You know what I'm saying? And you never know who knows somebody that can help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know, so it, it was a lot. It was a lot learned in this. <laughs> in this. In this. In this. And uh, shout out to Az for uh for this. Hey, Az. For, for this for this topic right here. Oh yeah. Hit us hit us at what eight thirty nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up having to catch up to the group chat. Like, hold up, let me let me see what's going on. Ah oh, man. So the shade room was it the shade? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the I believe it's shade. We had the little it, bold white background. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, shade it, it said something about um, date uh black men not wanting to date black women mm-hmm. and that. Uh, 28% of black women were married. Okay. To black men. Okay. I'm going to let you lead. I'm going to let you lead. You, 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 you <laughs> black woman in the room, going to lead. Okay. So what I feel about the whole situation is one, <clears throat> if your mother's black and you don't want to date a black woman, you have an issue. Therefore, I don't want to deal with your issues. I don't want to fix anybody. Okay, okay. So, me, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand. I, I don't understand personally. Uh, I love all women. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't know. I just, you know, black women just it's top, top tier for me. I know. You know what I mean? And I get that it might be an environment thing. Um, you might be in a predominantly white school as a yeah. black male, and that's all you know. But I feel like, I feel like that's kind of a cop out a little bit, because I'm on, because when I was at Sweet Life, mm-hmm. I used to have a vast of uh, different age groups come and talk to me. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So I will pick their brain. Like, right. They be like, oh, you know what I'm saying. I'm this white chick. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Why? Why did you choose her? Right. Oh, black chicks too ghetto. They too hood. And I'm like, what? Well, the school I go to is prominent, and, and the vibe is just different. I'm like, but every chick ain't hood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just got to maneuver around and, and be in an environment where you can be around and get to know just different women in, yes. in general. Because it could be a hood white chick. Right. You know what I'm saying? That but that ain't going to be like, oh, I found one hood white chick, so I'm going to go back to best with the black chick. You right. know what I'm saying? So, right. So, you know what I mean? And That's probably where my, uh, my biggest problem in it is. It's like based off of a race not yeah. a personality yeah. or Tar- it's a target we just don't vibe together yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a target oh you're black never mind 
Yeah. I don't date black women. Yeah, it's a it's a target type situation. You know what I'm saying? Like and like like I said, I don't I don't get it. You know what I mean? Because like if I if I rock with you, and I think you're if I think you're attractive, that's that's the first thing. Right. But if I if I catch a vibe from you from conversation or like whatever yeah. the case might be, then that's another thing. You know what I'm saying? But I I've seen like like I told you before, like we we would be outside of sweet life. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, I was single at this time. Let me let me let me throw that out there. Reiterate. That. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but we'd be out <laughs> we'd be out front. Probably be like a couple white guys and three or four black guys or whatever. And then, you know, the big blue, black chick, white guy, you know, the hair's turned, sway, uh -huh. you know. And, uh, you know, one of the guys would be like, ill. Like, ill. Like, <laughs> fuck your problem. <laughs> talking about ill. Now, that's beautiful right there. Like, what you talking about? He can't handle it. So, you know what I'm saying? He'd be like, no, this is too much and all this curves and this and that. Lips too big and all this and that. And I'm like, whoa. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like hey, you a little sideways. He's never had the experience. But... You know what I'm saying? It's just like my thing is, I wouldn't, even though white women ain't my main preference, mm -hmm. I wouldn't stand next to somebody and be like, no. oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, we might make the jokes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the yeah, typical yeah, jokes yeah. that people make, but we wouldn't be like, nah. Yeah, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? The thin lips. Did it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, when yeah, you yeah. when you specifically is going to, you know what I'm saying? Especially when other people enjoying seeing what they see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, hey, like, hold up. Like, like what you on? Right. You know what I'm saying? Go straight into and the stereotypical aspects. Of yeah, that yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so when we would have these, con when I would have these conversations with the young guys, I'd be like, yo, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, if you see a, a, a black chick that you think is attractive, just hear her out. Just like you would hear anybody else out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just vibe her out. And just, and just go from there. And it was right. just so funny. Like, two or three dudes like, yo, I met this black. She was dope. Was, <laughs> he's like, man, I thank you for... Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not trying to take you away from dating white women if that's what your choice is. Right. But I just want you to know, like, every female isn't the same. Right. It's so many different, you know what I'm saying, black women within black women. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it's right. so many different vibes and aura that you can, that you can grasp from just about what your vibe is and what you put your energy around. Right. You're not going to like everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and then I do know it's some, it's some black guys who, like you say, their environment or who they are mm -hmm. is more uh, appealing to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A, a, a white woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They might just be into those things. They might just have that vernacular and everything else. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen I, that. I've actually dated a, a white guy that dated nothing but black women and when i asked him why he said well you know i've tried to date white women but i have nothing in common with them yeah and sometimes you know they could just like the vibe and the aura yeah. like yeah. like i didn't seen white dudes who look at black women as queens yeah not saying that they're not they are you know yeah. what i'm saying but that's how that's how they're viewed. you don't see it all the you time. know what i'm saying and and so like like i said like i respect interracial dating me too you know what i'm saying interracial families like my wife is interracial like i didn't find that out until later on which right. it wasn't no big deal right you know what i mean but it's just like when you go going to specifically pick and choose and be like yo not even giving a shot of your own not of your own race first you before, can't even end up happy because you know in certain races they they oust you for not 
Right. For not marrying within your own race or like whatever the case might Certain be. Certain races, you already married at like five. Because uh, I remember AZ was saying um, some people want the, their kids to look exotic or yeah had the green eyes and oh, but, 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 eyes but do and people the, understand the curly hair you can have two black people create a baby that have light eyes yeah i've seen it happen yeah with light with light often. color hair and, yeah you know what i'm saying we still got curly hair and so-called good hair and right. everything like that and that's and that and sometimes i feel like we got to understand uh how great we are right what our foundation is we kings and queens like right. like straight up like you know what i'm saying like yeah we have descendants from that maybe from india that's indian mm-hmm. that's african but you know what i'm saying like these ain't no half steppers george washington carver did more with a peanut than <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they they and i think i spoke on this on another podcast but they they tried to castrate his balls, Did so he couldn't. <laughs> what? No, for real. So that so he couldn't. So he couldn't reproduce children because they didn't want no another black man as smart as him. They messed with his vocal cords, so he sounded feminine. What? Like real shit. Real shit. I've never heard. I'm gonna have to look that look, up. Look it up. I, I I found out about that. I was watching. What is that shit called? Uh, it's this series, and it tell you a lot about black history. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna have to. I got I got the whole DVD. Okay. Joint in there. But I'm, I can't remember uh, what the name of it is. It's like four or five different parts. It's going to come to you later. Yeah, it is. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think sometimes that's a that's a part of of what it is. Because I feel like our heritage is like so broken up. You know what I'm saying? It's like all we know is this great gap of slavery. And then we go into uh, Martin like Luther King. Boat, Plantation 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 freedom yeah you run up north or down south and then what the 70s you marched and now we're here yeah that's kind of how and and then the you books know go. and then it like it's so many black people who have did like the most influential things right that have shifted you know what i'm saying the world just yeah. like the filament in the light bulb yeah you know what i mean everybody your thomas edison the the props for creating the light bulb but nigga, without the filament, that stuff don't light up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just like, uh, you know, I know we taking it back to February Black History Month, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just interesting. Like I said, love who you want to love, right? Vibe who you want to vibe with. But you know what I'm saying. Don't take nothing away from somebody because of their skin color or because of how they act or because. Uh, they nose may be fuller or they lips may be fuller or whatever the case might be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because unless you're a millionaire, when you could pick this stuff out and they can do all this stuff to yourselves. Because I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I have seen two of the ugliest people have a beautiful child. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> no, that's, that's, I've, that's, I've that's, seen that's, it. that's, that's real. That's, so, no, that's real. Like, huh. Yeah, I just I just think sometimes we just got to get our own way. You know, propaganda kind of gets in the way and kind of shifts and throw things off for us. Because, you know, everybody's in your ear telling you this is better. This is better. This is this. This is, this that. is what you should like. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, I don't know if it's still the way now, but I remember back in the day, it was like dating a white girl was like, uh, or messing with a white girl was like, uh, 
what's the word I want to use? Yeah, it was forbidden. Oh, it was like yeah. forbidden fruit. So if you mess with, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I just mess with. So what, remember, white un- girl? remember undercover brother? <laughs> yeah. With Eddie Griffin, they was like, you'd have had sex with a white girl. <laughs> Tell me how it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, and that's one of my favorite movies, by the way. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, it was just like, damn, like, you know what I mean? Because it's a, it's a curious, it's a curious thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, black men was known, I mean, well, black women was known to get raped by white men. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The slave owners and different stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes people feel like they getting back at the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own reasons for what they do, what right. they do. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just be genuine with your thoughts. Be genuine with your choices and uh, and everything like that. Since we're talking about marriage, you know what I'm saying, uh, what what is your aspects on marriage? Well, I've never been married. I've been um, engaged a couple times, maybe. Um, but uh... you're not just gonna slide past. <laughs> you ain't finna. You ain't finna just. So, so mm. what what prevented you from getting past the engagement part to the marriage part? Okay, so um, a couple of them I didn't take too seriously. That was one. But the the one that I did take seriously, I got the ring and all that, you know, started with the um, planning and stuff, is I couldn't see past the wedding. Mm. So you just wanted the day of the, the glitz and the glamour. I wanted everybody to look at me in a pretty dress. Yes. Okay. Well, that's, um, that's respectful. That's, you know what I mean? If you can't see nothing past that, you know what I'm saying, what the future holds, then. Yeah. Um, but then, like, luckily, I had a couple of people around me. Um, my grandmother and grandfather on my dad's side was married, like, to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my good friends, she's been married since, like, forever. And I got a couple of people that, you know, are in marriages. And I've gotten to see the ups and downs, the good, bad times. and. Yeah. I understand that it's a uh, it's work. Yeah. Like everybody seems to think that it's happily ever after. That's no, it. It's, it's going to be it's happy. It's a whole new world. That it's smooth. You, step into. you already should know this person. It is what it is. Well, if you if you live in life the way I ain't gonna say the way that I feel like you should, mm-hmm. but you should always elevate or shift. Right. You know what I'm saying? Change is good. Um, and, you know, when me, when I proposed to Jess, you know, it wasn't really no, like the, the process of proposing was a planned thing. But when right. I decided to propose, it wasn't, it wasn't planned. So, so basically what happened was Jess was in the military. She was supposed to go on deployment. And mm-hmm. while we was together, we never had to deal with that, that process. Okay. And she was speaking how she wanted to get out the military. But if she was going to do this deployment... Or she had to, she wasn't gonna be she gonna have to wait till she got out and it's gonna be two years later. Right. So for two years basically I wouldn't see her. You know what I'm saying? A lot so it was, in two years. Yeah, it was gonna so it's gonna yeah. be a lot going on. And so I, I was like, Oh, so I'm finna I'm finna pray. You know what I mean? I was like, Hey hey geez, what's up? <laughs> so I got uh something going on here I need your help with. Right. I'm like, I don't want her to go. So What's going to happen is if she don't go, I'm going to propose mm-hmm. and uh, she's going to get in school. We're going we're gonna to get the ball rolling. Okay. So then she 
don't have to go. Okay. Straight up. I was like, okay, okay. Shout out to you. But uh, we need to <laughs> we need to reconnect on this conversation though. Right. I'm not ready. Uh huh. No, you was ready because that's what you asked for. No, I, w- I wasn't ready. So I let him know. I'm like, yo, I'm not ready. We can focus on school. Uh huh. But right now, uh, I got I got to figure some things. I got to make sure. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna we gonna redo this contract. You okay. know what I'm saying? Just give me mm-hmm. some time. So after after some time after that, I woke up. At this time, me and me and Jess was standing at the, her mother's house. Okay. I woke, her mom was in the kitchen uh making breakfast. I get up, I'm like, yo, I'm marry your daughter. Go to the bathroom. There we go. I came back out the bathroom. <laughs> she laughing at me. I'm like, what's so what's so, what's so funny? She was like, You know what you just said to me? I was like, what I just say? Uh, she's like, you said you're going to marry my daughter. I'm, I'm like, I did. I'm like, what's up? But I guess I am. I'm like, so I guess we need to have a talk then, huh? Right. So, you know what I'm saying? We had a talk and everything after that. And after that, I proceeded to, you know, do the work that was needed to propose and everything. And, okay. And find a ring and all this jazz. <laughs> and it was interesting for me because I've never been around a solid relationship. Okay. You know what I'm saying? From growing up from a child on up. Like, my grandmother was divorced. Like, mama, she was divorced when I came around and right. I was a part of their lives. And and everybody else really wasn't no relationships or anything like that, especially, mm-hmm. like, solid ones. So, it's a whole learning experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I didn't have no... So, when I was going through the uh, proposing process or letting people know, like, yo, I think I'm going to marry her, this, that, and the third. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like... It was one of them things where I'm just kind of like walking by faith mm-hmm. and just trying to figure it out pace by pace mm-hmm. of what I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to do it, am I doing it the right way? Because right. I really ain't have nobody to holler at that was going to give me the support, like the, the, the full honesty of okay. uh, the right approach. You know what I'm saying? I okay. knew it was certain things that she wanted, like asking her stepfather and her mm-hmm. father for the hand in marriage. And I understood that. That's right. what she wanted. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do that. Um, but, like, just making sure myself mentally mm-hmm. was where I needed to be and my understanding of marriage. Like, man, I ain't understand shit about marriage. I didn't even know what it was, honestly. So, was it the right time? Or is... Because everybody honestly, is always like, okay, I just want to wait for the right time. Honestly, I learned what made me get dive in and get focused. Uh-huh. I learned it wasn't the right time. Yeah. I learned it wasn't no right time. wasn't everything. Everything wasn't going to be lined up perfectly for me in my life. Mm-hmm. Because you got to understand, my life was never perfect. Right. The things that I went through in my life, psh, I was never going to see a perfect time. Right. But in my, like I always said, if the right person came along, I would get married. But it wasn't like set in the cards. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so it was just like, she's holding me down. She's supporting me through a lot of this mess I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to support her, and we we meet each other. You know what I'm saying in the same space. So you found somebody you was willing to work Dead. with. You know what I'm saying. So I was like, shit. If I can be around the streets and I can be around different environments and everything else and mm-hmm. risk this and risk that or whatever the case might be, and you know what I'm saying, why can't I risk? seeing what this can be with this individual mm-hmm. we're trying to you know what i'm saying have a stable life because i i never had stability right i was always ripping and running going around you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. moving real crazy uh you know what i'm saying so i never i never really sat down right so 
we're going through that we're going through that process you know what i mean finally hollered at my homeboy like yo i propose uh-huh. you know what i'm saying uh want you to be the best man you know what i mean what he's what like, he say? yo i'm at the hollers you're going to pull up on me. <laughs> <laughs> so i pull up on you like yo you know what I'm saying? So look, so look, this is what's funny, right? So we go upstairs, like, I'm thinking just me and him from the top. Right. It's like six, seven niggas in the room. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so we've been to have a, a conference. Intervention. Yeah, so we've been to have a conference meeting, huh? So I was so like, yo, yeah, like, yo, I don't know if you, you know what I'm saying? With all this shit that's going on, this, that, and that, you think this, what you need to do, you, you sure that's what you want to do? I'm like, right. I'm like, shit, you, I'm like, you ain't seen me this way with no other female. You ain't never even considered this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is how I'm feeling. This is where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be honest. Like, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, but I don't know if she the right one for you, this, that, and the third. Mm. I'm like, well, I, I'm like, you give us some time and be around. Because we had like a short span where we wasn't kicking around each other. Right. You know what I mean? For some different reasons. But, um, and so one day, he pulled up to the crib. It was early in the morning. I think he had like worked or something and... Came and crashed out on my couch. Mm-hmm. So, Jess come downstairs. He's asleep on the couch. Like, when he get here? I'm like, he had my line. And so, he woke up. Uh-huh. Jess in the kitchen cooking breakfast. She was like, hey. He was like, he's like, what's up? He's like, uh, what you doing? <laughs> she was like, cooking breakfast. He was like, uh, you going to make me some? She was like, yeah, what you want? He's like, you lying. Like, what, what do I want? He's like, so if I ask for an omelet, you want to give me an omelet? If that's what you want. If I ask for sunny side up eggs, that's what you're going to give me. If that's what you want. He was like, what? He's like, well, I want an omelet. <laughs> he was, and he was like real thankful and appreciative. Right. And then like, you know. But she that's would, something she, he's never experienced. Either. Right. Especially from somebody that I was engaging with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then like for us, his son. You know what I mean? She'd be like, oh, we'll go pick him up for you since you got to be at work at this time. Or, right. Like the 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 day we got the night we got married, we let him take the vehicle so he can do whatever he needed mm-hmm. to do. You know what I'm saying? Take his son to school, run some errands. Ain't no rush on getting back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so when she he, already understood the dynamic of yeah. your life and the kind of the people in it. Yeah. And she was able to kind of merge herself into yeah. that, and, and they so, saw that. Yeah. And so he was like, he was like, dog, like, yeah. Yeah, you should go ahead. You should go ahead and do it. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah. I just want to make sure. He's like, you a solid dude, so I want to make sure the situation that she you was, was getting your insight, well. yeah. getting yourself into, was the right, the right, the right move. And so, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it, it was an interesting transition after the wedding because now, I ain't gonna say the realness set in, uh-huh. but now your priorities set in, right? What are we doing? What are our goals for the next five years? What are some of the things that we want to see happen? Mm-hmm. What are some of the transitions we want to make? How are we going to make them? All the things we didn't know about marriage that we should have knew before we got married, about taxes, about filing together, right. filing joint, filing joint separate. Filing, you know what I'm saying? Me being an entrepreneur and having to do this. And, it sounds like a whole college course. Right. And, no, and nobody <laughs> tell you this information. Right. But regardless whether they got married and failed, they want to just tell you how they failed. They right. don't want to tell you about, oh, you know what I'm saying, when you're doing your credit, when you're doing your taxes, this is this mm-hmm. is how you can do it to, to benefit the both of you. Right. How, you know what I'm saying, you get earned tax credit when you file, you know what I'm saying, you get a lot of tax breaks when you file joint. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
So I'm um, so it's 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 a lot of it's upsides too, and that's why some people don't get divorced because right. they like, yo, like I'm gonna lose this, or this is gonna affect the both of us. Right. And is it worth it affecting the both of us in this financial way? Right. You know what I mean? Just because we don't want to, just because we want to separate because of this document. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh it's just different. And then you know, uh when you when you trying to figure your situation out, because with me and Jess like. Literally two months after we got married, she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. So like we literally went from figuring out marriage to figuring out, you know what I'm saying, the baby Parenthood. situation. Yeah, right. like, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and we didn't have that that time to really soak in and mm-hmm. you know really period. really yeah. figure out what we were doing because we're like okay, we got a baby coming in nine months. We got to get this done. We want to get that done. Da 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 da. You know what I'm saying. So in the midst, people on the outside always got something to say right when they're not on the inside and understand what your dynamic is and what's going on which not saying that they should but if you're going to speak on something you're not and you don't and you're not involved right or close proximity of these people don't insert yourself yeah because you know you can cause situations within within their situation you know what i'm saying and you get to leave at the end of the day yeah (laughs) and 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 the thing is I'm a different type of individual. Right. When I meet people or I'm in a room full of people, it depends on what your openness is. Okay. It's how I'm is is how I'm going to engage with you. A lot of times for the first first few times like when me and you met. Uh-huh. We didn't have long conversations. No. The first time it was like, "Oh, you, all right, how hey, you doing?" Hey, how you oh, doing? you sitting next to me? Okay, cool. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I just vibed you out. Right. I vibed everybody out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We didn't speak to what? Three three years later? Yeah. Two or three years later? Yeah. Like, we saw each other at the last Show Me Kicks event, mm-hmm. and we spoke. Right. But the time we actually had, like, a solid, real conversation was at the socializing. Right. That was the first time you really had seen me, and that was probably at least a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I approach dealing with people differently. Mm-hmm. and And the thing is, too, is, like, I'm very cautious with how I talk to people because I feel like some people you got to watch what you say mm-hmm. because they act like your friend. I'll be like, Oh yeah, you fam. Da, 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 da. And then as soon as you get a little comfortable and you speak in your piece or speak in your mind and then they want to find a way to use that against you or manipulate it right? and use that and be like, Oh, did you know this about him? Da, 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 da. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, and I'm a very reserved person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I sit back, I just analyze, and I just pay attention. I'm never disrespectful. You speak to me, I'm going to speak back. Right. If you ask a question, I'm going to answer it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, if the conversation is engaged, then I'm going to engage with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to run up behind you and, 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 and try to be this friend that we're not, or try to be this family member that we're not. Right. And with me understanding, like, my damn dynamic with my family is a little bit different, mm-hmm. that if, I'm, if, my, if my dynamic with my family isn't tight-knit, or whatever the case might be, mm-hmm. don't think that my situation with you off the back is just going to be, be tight, yeah. tight knit. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, depending on who the people are, they can feel like I'm rubbing them the wrong way when it's just like, no, I just don't have nothing just, to say. I don't know you. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not going to speak on t- subjects or people that I don't that, that I don't you don't know, know right? Because I I'd rather be quiet and sound like an asshole from saying shit that I don't need to say. Me too. You know what I'm saying? So. So, you know what I mean? It's just, 
like you said, marriage is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. When me and Jess got married, we thought we thought our communication was on point. <laughs> our communication was shit. <laughs> and it didn't have to readjust so many times. It took us three years to figure out that one main important thing. Mm-hmm. We got to do it our way. Right. We got to live our life and have our marriage the way that it works for us. Because it's just y'all. Yeah. Because like, I used to be like, man, like how, how niggas can be married but then be swingers? Or how niggas can be married and have open marriages, but that's what works for them. I can't judge that shit. That's they dynamic. They the one who got to be married. They the one who got to be comfortable within that environment in that situation. Right. But these motherfuckers smiling, chilling. They, they enjoying their life. So right. why don't I focus on talking to my wife and figuring out, okay, what makes you happy? What what works? What what within our marriage? What works for you? What works for me? Right. Because I'm you know sure I'm they get talked about from their families. Yeah. They just have to not care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we had to we had to address that. Once we addressed that, we was like, okay, this is how we need to move. Mm-hmm. We was a lot more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? We was a lot more free. We was a lot more happy. Right. Because we was less at each other, worrying about what this person is coming in, saying to this person about this person. that. You know, because it could be a vibe where, like, she'd be like, she can't read me all the time. <laughs> she like, I think it's because you just don't like I'm, No, it ain't, no. But then she find out the true reason. Uh-huh. But I don't want it to be coming from me because then I sound like a hater. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, it come out when it need to come out now. And then when it do, it's just like, okay, I get where you're coming from. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just like me and her spoke about going to marriage counseling. Okay. And she was like, is our marriage that bad? I'm like, no. I'm like, nah. Honestly, our marriage is pretty good. But I feel like we both come from two different backgrounds. And we probably seen and dealt with traumatic situations. Because it's normal life for us. But when yeah. you talk to somebody else, it's, they like, like, damn. Right. So I think for us to understand each other a little bit better as we're growing and shifting as individuals, I think this will help us, you know what I'm saying, become closer. By putting like certain situations in yeah. front of you. Yeah. Like, what would you do in this? Okay, yeah. I would do it like this. I would do it like this. Well, why would you do it like this? Right. Okay. And then I can understand her better. She can understand me better. Right. You know what I mean? And, you know, sometimes they can give you tools that you can use when it comes to, you know what I mean, dealing with debates right? and, and different things like that. Because, you know, women hear one, one word and that conversation going up. Oh, baby. And then now, <laughs> then now you feel disrespected. Now you're like, oh, 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 hell no. She ain't finna go up on me. I'm finna go up. You know what I'm saying? And now and then, y'all want to say is, oh, that's how you heard. Man, that's the only thing you heard out that yeah, whole conversation. Right. Yes, it is. Then it's like, oh, I'm going for a walk. Right. I'm, I'm going to the stove. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's just like if you every once in a while you're gonna have one of them ramp ups. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you can diffuse it and minimalize it to only having that maybe once a year. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That'd be that'd be great. That's good. You know what I'm saying? But it's about learning each other. Because that's the thing. We can't learn each other from right now. Right. We gotta learn each other from who we was before. Because who we was before is still somewhat a part of who we are. As we're growing and as we're changing. Yeah, you're right. It don't leave 100%. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just those shifts of understanding. You know what I'm saying? Uh, of, of 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 what you got to do. You know what I mean? Because I remember you asked me, uh, do I play out stuff in my head before having a conversation yeah, with... Yeah, because I, I, I had a couple of boyfriends that used to do that. Before yeah. they had conversations with me, they would play out the situations in their head and sometimes I got offended by it. I don't think you should have got offended because, one, they're trying to figure out how to respond. 
Two, they're trying to figure out how to assess the situation and how to approach it. Okay. So they could they could be like, they could have one way of approaching, like, no, nah, that's all the way fucked up because she's going to fly <laughs> off the hinge. You know what I'm saying? Then they come with, with conclusion number two, uh, this is a little bit better, but I need to switch these couple words up because these trigger words. Yeah, yeah. Okay, number three. Okay, this 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 way me conveying this message, we can actually have a conversation, and we can come to a solution. But what if they have a conversation in their head so much so that they forget to have a conversation with you? That sometimes happens. <laughs> that some that sometimes happens. You know what I'm saying? I play I play stuff out in my mind a lot. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to business conversations, when it comes to a lot of different conversations, you know what I'm saying? Because you just sometimes you just want to make sure you approach things the right way. I guess, but I feel you know what like I mean? and me personally, uh-huh. I've done a lot of speaking without thinking. I've done a lot of actions without thinking. I still do it. So, but like my actions would be far over. So like <laughs> I like to consciously think now. Okay. Because because this is my thing. Actions have repercussions. Yeah. And me I always take accountability for my actions so i i so any action i make mm-hmm. i make sure i'm able to deal with the consequences of it right you know what i'm saying not not intentionally like oh i'm gonna do this because i can deal with it but if i know i fucked up and i dealt okay this is how i have to deal with the consequences mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying well i i guess my thing with um well going back to the plane the mm-hmm. conversation is most of that is during the getting to know you phase mm-hmm. like i i need you to know me because I want you to not, <laughs> not even not say certain stuff, but like put me in certain categories during certain situations. Well, like, see, I think, I think that's a learn. I think that's a learning process. Yeah. That's why I need, I need these conversations to happen all the time. Like, just like. But every man don't communicate in that way. You got to understand, like, I, uh, hold on now. <laughs> I just got, I just got in this communicating phase of my okay. life. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to go all the way down to communication. We come, we not, this marriage thing is off the table. Yeah. Talking. Talking is different from, 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 from having a conversation though. Right. But no, I'm talking about like, as in the realm of, I believe in different levels. Yeah. Like the talking, the dating, okay, okay the dating okay. seriously, yeah. you know, those type of things because mm-hmm. talking and dating seriously is the difference between me going out somewhere and seeing you sitting with another young lady mm-hmm. and me saying, you know, maybe waving hey, or me saying, what's up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I need to know what variable, what, what level to be on in certain situations. Well, if that's something that you need to know. No disrespect to the to the guy, but I feel like you should step up and. I need them to know that too. Right, but I'm just saying, I, I feel like you should initiate that then. I do, okay. but I don't initiate it if I don't feel that way. Right, then you shouldn't. Right. If you don't feel it, then you shouldn't. But these days, and it's not just me, it's a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, we're in a day and age where people, you know, people used to play house when they were together as mm-hmm. if they're married. Yeah. Now you could be talking and people feel like you together. Yeah. Like, I've, I've no, we're there. not together. Yeah, no, I got you. And that's just, that's just about the person. You know what I'm saying? Like, just sometimes you got people who are clingy or you got people who are not good with being by themselves. 
I guess. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm I'm good with. And some people fall. Myself. Some people fall into like real quick. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sometimes that happens. Some people I mean, fall into I've, like. I've real fallen quick. into like real quick, but it's like I still need the conversation. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. I understand that totally. But like I said, it's about it's so it's 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 so interesting about that because it depends on the individual and who you're dealing with because yeah. the thing of it is like like i said if that's something important to you mm-hmm. then i'm I, I feel like you should make sure that's out in the front now if he's not now if he if you bring that up and, and he's not decisive with you or like uh-huh. whatever the case might be then you take other steps of how you feel like but i don't think you should badger about it. i don't think you should do all that extra shit like if you're not getting an understanding of what you want then you gotta bust your move. Yeah, I know. And then I'm the bad guy. You're not. You're not the I'm bad guy. You the, 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 the adult. You the adult. Right. Because this is the thing. If a nigga dash out on you, he just, he just, he just, just shaking gone. and moving how right. you move. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel like it all the time. But you know, I mean, everybody try to make somebody the, the bad guy. Anybody can point the finger and point the blame. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, you really know what went on and how and how it went down. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you you can live with you can live with it because it's your life at the end of the day. Don't nobody control that shit but you. Right. Don't nobody control your happiness with you, especially when it comes to a companion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, very much so. <laughs> and that's and, and that's just and that's just what it is. Cause, Cause that's the thing. Like when I sit and I look at Jess and I think about things and I think about her pitfalls, her highs, her mids, everything else, mm-hmm. I can deal with all of it. Right. I used to be, me and my sister talk on the phone. What happened to that one you talk to? Oh, no, we ain't talking no more. <laughs> but that was just two days ago. No, I mean. It's... A lot and, happens in two and, days. And it just be like something that triggered me. Something that I was just, no, nah, I'm smooth on that. I'm smooth on her. Woo, woo, mm-hmm. But once I, once I felt like I could deal with her at her worst moment, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And continuously, not saying like all the time her worst moment right. come all the time, but when she does hit the worst moments and she can deal with me when I hit my worst moments, that's when I understood that there was some longevity. Yeah. yeah. Because when I get in my worst moments, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not very easy to deal with because mm-hmm. I get closed off at times. I, you know, because I like to deal with myself internally. I have to figure things out before I include you to help me figure things out. Yeah, I get that. You know what I'm saying? But I had a guy hop on the plane. For what? <laughs> so I was going through some things. Mm-hmm. Not no like big things, but sometimes, you know, I get this thing where, you know, and we were just talking. It wasn't a relationship. Mm-hmm. He was in another state. I didn't want to talk about it. And I told him that. Mm-hmm. But he was just like badgering. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm take a couple days. And <clears throat> a couple days later, he was at St. Louis uh, Lambert. That's oh, you gonna talk to me? What? Well, maybe, well, maybe he <laughs> felt like it was something that was preventing you guys from moving forward. But maybe, it wasn't. Well, maybe that you never know what his thought process. Is. I, I can't speak for it. I don't it even had know. Had nothing who, to do with him. What? Them could be lies. No, they wouldn't lie. But I'm not saying they are. But like, you got to think about somebody from from the outside. Uh-huh. A lot of time when somebody, like, oh, it's not you. But I'm very vocal. I'm very vocal but in what still, it is. But I don't want to talk about even, it. Even, but even if, if you keep pushing me, I'm under, not going to want to talk to you. I understand that. But sometimes even when you tell somebody it's not them, mm-hmm. depending on what their background is, what their understanding is, what you know what I mean? They, they might feel they, like... That could be an exit point for a lot of females that they didn't deal with. Oh, well, yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm not saying it's right what he did. Uh-huh. But at the same point, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that, that'd be the conflict with relationships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we can't step out ourselves to see things from other person's perspective. And we don't get to, like, like we don't get to know people. We get to know people's sexual history, mm-hmm. but we don't get to know people's relationship history. You're Not right. just, like, relationships with uh, companions, mm-hmm. but, like, what, what relationships have you seen? What relationships have you been around? Like, where's your parents married? What's this? What's that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that way you can kind of understand their background of relationships. You know what uh, I mean? Because this kind of lets you know where they're at. Where their perspective and where is where you can help things. them. And then ask questions like, how do you feel about this? What is this? How did this affect you? This, this, and that. Because right. that's going to gauge you on a lot. Like, I'm that type of person. Like, you know I want to know who you are yeah. so you know who I am. But I, I bet you this. I bet you a lot of people ain't asked that question, though. What? That about the relationships that they have encountered and been around. I bet you a lot of people ain't asked it. I, I haven't asked it. I just not, came not up with lately. this. I, I just came up with this idea after me getting with Jess and and and, and being married. Mm. So I know if I just came up with it, a lot a lot of people dropped the ball. I'm gonna start asking this question. Hmm. Yeah, I need to go get my doctorate somewhere. I'm you know saying, saying? <laughs> put this on the wall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and and you know, this topic always come up. Okay. You, I know you was uh speaking about cheating and all this and that. We we spoke yeah. we spoke about this on a podcast with uh with Marilyn um about Offset and Cardi B. Yeah. And uh, so so go ahead, go on, go on, let's take the wheel. Take okay, the wheel. so I feel like you guys are emotional. Um, so when women cheat on men, I've heard before that you guys take bigger offense because we're emotional cheaters. So you guys are quicker to leave. No, no, this is so. Let me. I, I can't speak for all men. Okay. I'm gonna speak for me. Oh. So first of all, I think the playing field of cheating mm-hmm. is even. I think women cheat, men cheat. Yeah. Period. I think women finesse cheating way better. Why? Why do you say finesse? Because we're just a little. Yeah. No. Better. Y'all lies be. Immaculate. Y'all have y'all squad, y'all starting lineup, all 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 star, all first of all, first team. Now I haven't did this in years. Okay, like (laughs) I I don't have time for it now. But yes, you have to be on point. I'm not saying, but but this is but this is a thing though. You know what I'm saying? Like if you gonna take the time to cheat on somebody now. At least, I don't want to under- make you look dumb. I I, I, under- I understand that, but this, but this is the thing, right? Men get drugged through the mud way more in public than females do. Cause y'all a little more sloppy. No, it ain't about you. it ain't about the sloppiness. Okay, what is it a lot about of times then? the women who get cheated on know what the nigga that they're dealing with. Not all the time. A lot of the time, the main time, like she know he didn't cheat on his ex chick. And cheated on. Well, these days, because we got social media, but back but, in the day, man, you heard around the way. I do not want to hear it. Even your granny, even your granny, that your papa was down the street with Miss Bertha yes, until years later. Man, I don't if she that. knew, y'all didn't know. 
Right. Y'all didn't find out until a long time. Right. Because These that wasn't days, y'all business to find They like out. this with the phone. Like, yeah, look who on my bed tagged up. But, I'm, <laughs> but, but, this, but this is the thing, too. You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to men expressing about a woman cheating on them or whatever the case might be, you know what I'm saying? It breaks into a situation of uh, masculinity. Because if, if a dude is whining over a chick, you know what I'm saying, hasn't cheated on him, it's like, yo, to me and other chicks out here, oh, he look like a sucker. Or even females will say that, like, oh, you look Not like a even. punk. Like, okay. like well, straight okay. up. Yeah. Like, straight I up. Did. Because of the emotions the whole, that... Well, a couple of my homeboys, you know, yeah. you told them they was acting like a bitch. I ain't called them a bitch. I said they was acting like one. So, but it, it's before they get to that point. But it's, this, it's it's still between the man and the woman. Like if but, the woman, if if she finds out that he cheats, she is supposed to kind of like get over it quicker. That's not true. Yes, yes, that's not it true. is. That's that's not true. And like I said, I'm not speaking for all men. I'm speaking for me. I need you to speak in generalizations from now no, on. No, I don't. <laughs> so so look, like I said, for me, I'm a person of of action. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So. My thing is, if if I fuck up in any in any shape or form, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's consequences and repercussions. Right. Regardless whether you know exactly what the repercussions and consequences are. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Like, I don't expect you to take me back. Mm-hmm. I may hope for it. I Will I do the work? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to do the work. But I can't expect for you to say yes. All I can hope for you to say yes. Okay. You dig what I'm saying? Because I did what I did. You know what I'm saying? Uh, especially if it was unwarranted. You, okay. fit, you dig what I'm saying? Okay. So, the thing when it comes down to dudes look at things is just a, a physical aspect. Like, oh, she had a fat ass. Oh, she was feeling me, so I fucked. Mm-hmm. Ooh, why? You know what I'm saying? And that'd be, that'd be what it is. But for a lot of times, and I, and I, and I ain't going to say this for now because I feel like a lot of females may do it for the for the physical aspect now yeah but there was a time where women was primarily intellectually stimulated so uh-huh. once once a once a female got like sometimes a dude ain't gotta have sex with you like if he know your mind gone if you know your intel yeah he tapped into your intellect oh hell no i ain't getting you back but i feel like, like that rap. goes i feel like that goes both ways but that's the thing every female can't tap into and in, tap into a guy's intellect because it's a spot there but listen Every guy, every female cannot tap into a guy's intellect. I, I get like, that Just part. like how Jess taps into my intellect a certain way. Uh-huh. I don't care how bad this chick is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can have cool conversations, mm-hmm. but that vibe, that connection, that certain things is just not going to be the same. Right. You dig what I'm now saying? Now I get that. But I'm saying on, when I say a mutual thing, when it's something missing period mm-hmm. now i've seen it where so when you say something is missing something is missing in relationship yes it could be physical it could be mental i'm so, saying okay. it's, either way it's something missing because most of the people that i've seen they are able to still tap into each other it's yeah. something missing enough where the outside world can see it and somebody could look at you and say, okay, he's missing this or she's missing Well, some, that. But, but this is what you got to understand. You got different caliber of people. Mm-hmm. 
So you got some guys who feel like I should be able to have my cake and eat it too. It's just who I am. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. You got some people that don't believe in monogamy. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we get in, try to get into a monogamous relationship instead of finding somebody else who have the same views as them. Okay. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a lot of it's a lot of different balances in between. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I, if I feel like if you are in a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. right, or a monogamous marriage, or whatever the case might be, mm-hmm. it's your duty to come to your spouse and have that conversation. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you have that conversation with your spouse, like this is what's lacking, this is what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Don't just be able to say your piece and expect them to make their changes. Okay. Yeah. You should be able to be able to listen to whatever they have to say too and and make the adjustments. Because sometimes we expect people to hear what we say and make the adjustments to what we want before we make the adjustments that we need to make to what they want instead of working on them cohesively at the same time. Okay. And showing growth. You know what I'm saying? I get that. In a In a time span. Because that's the thing if... If I'm feeling some type of way about you, right, uh-huh. and how we doing the podcast or whatever, whatever, as long as I keep not saying anything, I'm going to resent you. Right. And at some point, I'm like, man, fuck you. <laughs> man, fuck this. I ain't doing none of this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're like, what the hell? Where what this the come fuck from? Like, right. Like, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, you know what I mean? It's, it's that type of situation. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes when we get to know people, we don't really, really know them. We really okay. don't know how they really feel about situations, really don't know what they vibe is. We don't really know what like makes them tick. Right. Cause some people got things to make them tick. And it's like I said, it's not an excuse, but something that make them tick, but they like, Oh, well I ain't got to deal with this bullshit. I can go fuck with another chick. Okay. Oh, so since you say that we're going to go another way real okay. quick. Okay. Um, what do you think about people who, okay. Might've had like a little cheating aspect or something, okay. decided to get back together. Mm-hmm. That one person holds on. I feel like... You do everything in your power to, you know what I'm saying? Show this person that you're... That that situation happened once. I'm coming home. I'm doing this. Everything is right. Let's say six to 12 months. I mean, straight. And this person is still like... "Mm." So, this is how I would approach it. Okay. I'm coming with a contract. Mm -hmm. Straight up. Yo. On this day, we said we're going to revisit this mm-hmm. situation. Six months clean. We need to reevaluate. Okay. We need to sit down with somebody, clear the air. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw that in the bucket, mm-hmm. let it sell on. Next six months, mm-hmm. we're going to see where everything lead up to. If by that 12 month, you still in that same place that you was six months ago or from that, you know what I mean, from this point, uh-huh. from where we started at, then we need to separate. Because I'm not doing you no justice and I'm not doing myself no justice because I am, at this point, I'm reformed. Okay. I, I done changed and I made it and I done showed you who I am at this point in time. Consistently. And you see what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So, that's how, that's how I would approach it. You know what I mean? Because the thing of it is, is I'm not finna keep beating myself up and keep trying to show you. You know what I mean? Because you haven't got over it yet. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially if we're going through different alternative ways to go through the heartbreak. Right. You dig what I'm saying? We're going to little therapy to work it out so I can understand where you're at mentally, this, that, and the third. And you getting the individual help that you need to to vent to whatever it is because that's the thing. But we don't get help. 
but that's but see that's that's the, the person thing. that we've been to is the homegirl <laughs> or the homeboy like whatever the and case nine might times be out of ten that just stir everything up shit more. As it is. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so so you know what i mean like it's just about how much you really want it and how creative you take the situation to make it work you know what i'm saying at you getting your degree in counseling yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> hey when i tell you i didn't have to sit back and like really analyze myself and and look at my flaws and look at who i am uh-huh i'm like i gotta be a creative ass negative to to maneuver through this marriage shit like oh man you know what i mean but that's that's how i that's how i do it like right i might put a note in just and just i haven't done it in a while mm-hmm. but i would put a note in just lunch bag or like whatever, mm-hmm. that's just let know I appreciate how I'm feeling, even if I'm even if I'm feeling like shit. Right. Like yo, I'm feeling like this. I'm feeling like shit for various amount of reasons. It may not have nothing to do, do with her, but it's just to let her know where I'm at in my in head the mind space. Frame. You know what I'm saying? And like, but yo, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get back on pace. Boom, mm-hmm. boom. You know what I mean? So it just it's just about communication. It's just about uh, you finding creative ways to deal with things in your relationship because we all deal with things differently and we all have seen and experienced things differently yeah yeah so when you bring two people together i don't care if your likeness of backgrounds was still the same you had two parent household this that and the third right you still have something that was different yeah it's certain things that was different friendships environments you know what i'm saying young relationships and you know what i'm saying the all dynamic these different between things. yeah the parents you know what i'm saying and things that you learned growing up may have scared you a little bit thrown you off a little bit make you apprehensive mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so you know that's 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 how that shit is man okay so from now on um i saw sneakers not dreams is taking all deposits for <laughs> to sneakerhead <laughs> counseling sessions man, I, <laughs> hey i ain't perfect I'm learning like y'all learning Man. and that's and that's what's dope about this podcast is that we able to you know get to the real speak some shit right you know what i'm saying that could relate to somebody else and hopefully i could help somebody else and spark some conversations get these debates rocking you know what i'm saying it's just became the more than sneakers podcast relationship episode yeah you know what i'm saying it was it was good it was it was was a smooth little conversation yeah you know what i'm saying uh rest in peace to john singleton again yes it's been a month since you know nipsey passed right you know what i mean uh marathon continues sure does you know what i mean uh shout out again to the, to the show me league for letting me come through and pass our flyers and getting involved with what i got going on yeah they second season will be coming up soon you can see like highlights on the takeover sneakerheads instagram page mm-hmm. on uh insta story and uh more uh takeover sneakerheads three on three basketball tournament coming soon um june, june 22nd yeah june 22nd uh, Sneaky Important June 23rd 23rd um, June 5th will be the last day for registration so okay. make sure you get your registration form make sure you hit me up uh, at takeupsneakerheads at gmail.com or on my IG or whatever mm-hmm. to get you know what I'm saying the information that you need to get locked in come on it's gonna be fun oh yeah most definitely and for people who are customizers that do the customized battles and everything like that it's $500 grand prize for the winner you know, you can go on Take Off Sneakers Instagram for all the information. Uh, that entry stops on June 1st as well. That's a $50 entry okay. for that. Uh, you know, it's the month of May. February, uh, April went by super fast. Super fast. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's, uh, there's some dope sneakers coming out this month. You know what I mean? It's a lot going on this month. Sneakers of Mayo. A lot. Um, 
Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. So I got to get in tune and get that going. Yes. So, you know, this was a great episode. It was a great episode. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> episode 21. The more the sneakers side, more the sneakers. I said more the sneakers side. <laughs> she, she's talking about side chicks, cheating, all this and that. I can't even give a words. All right, look at you. But more the sneakers podcast episode twenty one. I'm your host T.O. Sneakerheads, and this is our co-host. I saw sneakers, not dreams. To the next time, you'll hear from us. <laughs>